Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone and welcome to the third season of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. We are broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle, mom of two. I'm also the host of Les Parents Parlent, which is Parent Talk's French edition. I want to talk to you um, a little bit about what's happening in the world right now. I know reality is uncertainly is always part of life. And um, what's happening right now, I think it's more than just a virus. Uh, I think it's a symbol of where we are as a community and as a whole and um, where we are in our consciousness. Do we move into fear or uh, think about ourselves and start start like, stockpiling our home and with things that maybe people that are older or uh, that people at risk need? Or it's a time to elevate ourselves and be stronger together. So I'm inviting you today to stop and think And everybody today, everybody has big questions. And I know that um, we don't know what this is going to look like in a week or two or in a month. But again, all together, we're stronger. And let's just take care of each other. So I'm with my fantastic co-host, Heather Fox. Hi, Heather. Hello, everybody. Yes, Heather Fox here, co-host of Parent Talk. And just before we do get started with our awesome podcast for you today, I'd like to tell you all about our fantastic sponsor, Leapfrog Gymnastics. So where both Alex and Hudson are, of course, taking classes. And of course, with the current situation, to keep everyone safe, they are currently closed. However, once this passes, our listeners are going to be able to receive that $25 off their first month with the promo code Parent Talk. And so for more information on their programming and birthday parties, you can visit leapfroggym.com. Thank you, Heather. And today we're talking about finding the magic in parenting. And we have with us today, Dr. Steve Fonzo. Steve is an inspirational teacher, creative entrepreneur, author, chiropractor, and a dad of three children. Welcome, Dr. Steve. Welcome to Parent Talk Podcast. Thank you, Genevieve and Heather. I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So today, I'm really happy to talk with you because I know a lot of parents right now are probably at home trying to work out of their home with their kids in their home. So finding magic in parenting, I think it's an awesome topic in today's, in this day and age, right? Mm. So your book is titled Finding Magic in the Mess, A Path to Greater Presence, Appreciation, and More Joy. The first chapter talks about suffering. So why did you start with this, Dr. Steve? Well, I think I anticipated this virus thing and that we were going to have our kids thrown into our lap and be off school for three weeks. And probably the first thing parents are going <laughs> to have to do it. is <laughs> suffer. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, no. no, 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 that's not why. But here's, here's why I did write um, suffering as the first chapter is because it's the first level of consciousness of our experience. And oftentimes suffering is a pathway for us to, to wake up to something new and novel. And um, I'm, I've been privy to work in, in, with people in the healing process for over 17 years and, and, and suffering, people don't do it well, first of all. We, we don't suffer well, we don't like to suffer well, but suffering is part of our life. And 
uh, I needed to in the book to acknowledge that as an as an essential part of parenting, um, because we all know as parents that there's times where we feel helpless, powerless, we feel disconnected, we feel like nothing's working, and those are all experiences as a human being that we have that are actually experiences of suffering. And so we need to start off with that piece so that we can at least acknowledge that, you know, um, we're not living some fanatical life that, oh my God, life is so perfect and it is so, it's so rosy and just all rainbows and little pretty rabbits running across the, the field and the meadows. It's like, we're in the trenches as parents and, and there is suffering that goes there. So uh, we wanted to acknowledge that in the book first so that we know that, hey, like sometimes we really do feel powerless or disconnected or, man, we're trying all these things and some things just don't seem like they work. And that's a real experience. And I wanted to validate parents and honor parents that that's part of their experience of parenting. Excellent. So especially today and with what we're all going through, can you tell us how we do get stress or overwhelmed? I feel like we're all there right now. Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like have your kids, you know, have certain expectations and, and of, of what life is supposed to look like and then have it completely thrown into uncertainty. Uh, they're stressed, you know, there's, they're suffering right off the bat. Um, and so, you know, part of, part of stress is, is to part of managing stress is, is managing our expectations of what we think reality is supposed to look like. Um, and oftentimes when reality doesn't look like we've intended to, um, our control meter goes off and we fear that we can't control things and we feel like we're spiraling out of control and, and we stress. So, you know, part of this whole virus thing is really interesting because it does throw people into a lot of fear and a lot of suffering. We don't know when it's going to end. We are only privy to so much information, um, you know, through media and through government. So we only know so much. Um, so it, it definitely throws us into uncertain times. There's no doubt about that. And so, you know, we're going to be spending more time at home, more time with our kids. And, um, and, you know, we have an opportunity to move from a stressed state, from a fear state, which I know that most of us are going to at least be able to acknowledge or resonate with on some level that we experience the fear and uncertainty. Um, I'm suggesting for parents right now that we grab a little bit more energy from ourselves and move to a state of curiosity uh, because there's so much uncertainty that we might try to pacify ourselves and our, and our stress by saying we know this or we know that, or we're trying to rationalize, you know, what's happening. And, and I don't think rationalization is really going to get us very far. So I'm suggesting to parents right now, just get and stay curious. It's a wonderful opportunity that we have to put a pause on our life. And we don't get that opportunity to this magnitude very often. Um, I mean, I remember when I grew up, I might be dating myself, but when I grew up, um, we used to like all the shopping malls were closed on Sundays and, and there was a different, you know, when you drove mm. on, around on Sundays, it was quiet. The streets were quiet. Um, and, and there was a, there was an inherent pause that was built into the fabric and the structure of society. And, and we don't have that. We don't have like the, the way the, our society is set up. There is no, there, it's not built with any pause button. 
So we're in a really novel and, and a great opportunity moment to really push a pause button and have us like reassess our life and see, okay, what have I created to this point? What do I like? What do I want to keep? What needs to go? Uh, what's really most important? What's, what are, what are the number five, six, and seven things that I'm doing that I can release? So it's a great opportunity to get really curious as to how your life can change on the other side of this. Uh, and that will keep your head above water in the uncertainty and the fear that's going to be getting thrown at you each and every day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do. I love what you're saying. And I do. I want to share something I did this weekend with my children. We purchased uh, sand and of course, um, the sandbox. It was in the garage. And we never put it together. It was after pre pretty close at the end of the summer. So we decided to do it. We started doing all the little things we don't have time to do. And mm -hmm. As you said, Dr. Steve, is let's see this as an opportunity to reconnect with our child, pause and see what what do we not do usually. I was talking to a friend of mine, um, David Prou, which David is uh, David and, and Audrey are the the creator of Social Dot Mom, and uh, they started to include their children on their everyday task things that they do in the house. So yesterday they were teaching their kids to make bread why not like let's mm -hmm. teach them to do the, th the things and we don't have time to do because we're so busy and let's go let's go back to basics like i know heather like i loved uh, something you post on social media about like yeah you're self you're socially distancing yourself and what do you do like how sharing about this around you is is really nice and i know you did a post on social.mom as well heather but um all the little things we do right now to make a difference in the world and to make a difference in our family like with each other it's it's such a fantastic time to stop and pause i don't know dr steve what you've you're probably not seeing patients right now right no, we are. We're actually deemed right now as an essential service. And so um, I'm blessed to be open and working with people right now. And, and people are grateful that we're, we're able to, to stay open. So yeah, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing patients right now. And, um, you know, taking precautions and, and those kind of things. But yes, um, yeah, so yes, right yes, now we're yes, able yes. to see them. But I do see, you know, like, I agree with you, though, but around the, the curiosity, because I just wanted to mention about, you know, because a lot of times when we get into the, the, like the everyday kind of mechanical routine and habitual routines, these pauses also as parents offer us an opportunity to really, like really look at, at our kids to see um, what's really inspiring to them. Because the trainer habit that we had them on, um, and depending on the age of the, the children, but the train and habit that we had them on um, has that maybe played its course? Is there something new to be able to introduce to our children? Like you said, with the bread or, you know, like going exploring and seeing what our kids are truly in, in interested and inspired to do right now. Like that's another opportunity that we get before we go into that, you know, the next rhythm on the other side of some of this distress. Uh, so I, I, I encourage that. And I wrote about that in the book of, of, you know, a lot of times us parents, we have our kind of our agendas or, or things that fit into our schedule or things that we think our kids will be interested in. It's really neat to come back into the back into the home and spend a little bit more time and seeing where the kids are naturally gravitating towards what their natural keen interests are. And then how do we, you know, kind of nudge and foster part of that development as well. So I, want, I just wanted to add that in there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. So how do we begin to change our perspective of stressful event like COVID-19? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple stages. So the the first stage we already kind of mentioned is about about getting curious and and not necessarily taking you know a, a black or white perspective is generally either going to stress you or not stress you so there's not much wiggle room in a black or white world and so when you start when curiosity creates a bit more of a gray world and it alle- leaves you mentally and emotionally more flexible and more buoyant and more nimble uh, that you can you can kind of have something come at you and mm, if it aligns great if it doesn't it can kind of bounce off you because you're staying in a more curious state um, and and so because of this flexibility curiosity is really important and curiosity actually uses our human portion of the brain uh, anything below that like frustrations angers fears those kind of things are all uh, reptilian Uh, early portions of the nervous system. So they're more animal responses to the environment where our more human responses to the environment actually begin with an element of curiosity. That's what starts to light up the frontal lobe of the brain, which is our most evolutionary part of the brain. And curiosity starts to light that area up. Mm -hmm. So to be most human in this experience that we're all having in the world, curiosity is essential. Once you have mm-hmm. curiosity, then you can start to, you know, um, take what you like, throw away what you don't like, because you're in a state of what I would call nimbleness, that you can, you can take information in and, and release information in a much easier way. And, and, um, and your emotion, because your emotional state is of higher order and magnitude, uh, you're not so likely to fall into all the fear stuff that comes at you very quickly. Um, because you're in a you're in a more uh, relaxed state and a more curious state, so that's definitely I would say that the other thing too, which will keep you on track, is then from up from curiosity, which actually requires even a little more energy, is appreciation, um, appreciation for what is going on, for your opportunity to hang out with your kids longer, for you to get to know them a little bit more. Um, the appreciation for the home that you live in, the appreciation that we have a roof over our head, the appreciation for the food that we have, you know, like driving home appreciation, which is even a higher order magnitude in the emotional spectrum, higher than curiosity, um, will keep you very, um, balanced in, in your nervous system and in your body. So a state of appreciation is extremely important, uh, if you want some mastery over, your experience in your life. So curiosity into appreciation are two wonderful states of being that will allow you to move much beyond the stresses of every day and much beyond the stresses of what 90% of the people are experiencing out there during this time. So how do we move into that state of gratitude and appreciation? Well, you have to see, there is actually some science around it. Uh, to move into the state, you have to be able to see both sides of any given situation. So if your kids, if, if something's going on with the kids, for example, and, and let's just say, well, let, let me just use this as an example. When we were kids and when we got maybe sick or we got ill or, you know, we weren't feeling very well, uh, we could look at that and say, oh, no, like we, we got sick. We, it wasn't, ugh, that was that wasn't very nice. We had to lay on the couch. 
But then you realize when you look at a situation like that, that, wait a minute, there were some upsides to that. Number one, I got to lay on the couch and just lie around and I had no responsibilities. Number two, I had mom or dad uh, doting over me and taking extra care of me. I had extra blankets. I got to watch some movies. Um, I got to have some nice warm soup. And, you know, there's all of a sudden when you actually look at a situation, you see some upsides. So there's both downsides and there's upsides to any given situation. So just like a magnet where there's positive pole and negative pole, in any life event, and this is part of the studies that I've had, any life event has positive and negative poles to it. And so part of staying in a state of appreciation is being able to see both sides. So you don't get too manic on one side or too, too black on one side or too white on the other. You can hold a perspective of black and white. And that takes some diligence. It takes a little bit of work. It takes maybe a little bit of writing or or a little bit of dialoguing so that you can see both sides of a given situation. And that's a bit of hard work, but that's how you actually achieve a state of appreciation is by seeing both sides of a situation. So any, any distress that you have that's around the house, um, it's not about finding, it's not even really about finding being positive. It's about being essentially appreciation falls in the line of a neutral mind, which is the yogis talked about for thousands of years. A neutral mind is the perfect equilibrated and balanced mind of both positives and negatives. And when you see that, your heart opens. That's where appreciation kicks in and gratitude kicks in. When your mind is equilibrated and balanced, your heart opens. And that's where appreciation and gratitude come from. So it's really important for parents awesome. to know that you, it's okay to see negative and downsides and it's equally as important to see positive and upsides and to see them both at the same time opens the heart. That's, that's what actually liberates the heart and opens it up. So that's, that's how you technically Beautiful. achieve so, those mm -hmm. states. Yeah. So now you can just take any given situation mm -hmm. that you have, any distressing situation that you have, you can jot out or write out, what are the downsides to this? What, what am I worried about? What am I can really concerned about? And you write those out, you might have a list of 10. Now your job is to go and write a list of 10 upsides so that you can equilibrate your mind so that you see both equal 10 positive, 10, 10 negatives. Now you've balanced your mind and you give the opportunity to open the heart. If you don't feel the heart open yet, you have some downsides you haven't quite probably acknowledged. And then you got to go back and find a few more upsides. This is just the, 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 the way, this, this more the scientific way to actually open the heart is making sure that your, your downsides or drawbacks are equal to your upsides or positives. And when you equal those, your heart opens. I do that with people every week in my practice. I love it. So because when they go see you, some energy are like basically affecting them in their physics. Yep. Yes, exactly. So they'll come in and either they're, you know, distressed about something. Um, they may not be, you know, not all of them are distressed, but you know, when they come in and I see that they, that they're not seeing how a scenario is benefiting them. If they're just talking about all the downsides, all, all about how it's horrible and how it's affecting them negatively. And when I hear that, I know that there's an opportunity. Number one, they're, they're in that mode, they're in stress physiology. So they're, you know, adrenals are pumping stress hormones and 
their heart rates are up a little bit and, and uh, they don't have great balance in their system. But I know that at the same time, if I can just get them to start to rhyme off a few upsides to what's going on, even if it's if they're having pain or you know something's not working right in their relationship, if, if I can help them to discover some upsides to what's going on, I know I'm going to have more of a regulated human being to work with, so to speak. Um, and uh, they mm, won't be they won't absolutely. be so so. Uh, uh, pain pleasure seeking and and that's part of the animal mind is to see, you know seek pleasure and avoid pain and so i know that i can pull them out of their animal state and more into their human faculties by having more of a balanced perspective on what's going on so that's usually for me job number one uh, is to do that excellent so any advice for parents in navigating this crazy time we're in right now well i would say definitely you know your day is going to start on how your previous day ended. So I would definitely suggest that at least at nighttime to document, not just to journal, but to document. How was the day? What did you learn in the day? How did you grow in the day? How was the family unit? How did they benefit by being together? Um, how, what, what did your children learn today? How did your children grow? Um, finding novelty in the day um, brings a lightheartedness and it actually stimulates brain growth and it balances out your energy. And the likelihood of you starting the next day in a more inspired state and a more balanced state is much more likely. So I would say that your beginning of your day really starts with how you ended the previous day and to if there's one thing you can dedicate to yourself is dedicate how you're going to finish the day off you can't control sometimes what happens through the day but you have an opportunity and control over your perspective at the end of the day you can shift your perspective at the end of the day you can go you can go to bed griping or you can go to bed uh, resentful for certain situations or you can go to bed with a balanced mind and an open heart you have that opportunity you can choose it. If you have the energy and you're, and you're ready, you can choose to do that. And your next day is going to start off in a much, you're going to start off more resourceful, more energized, more inspired for the next day. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Steve. We can find you on our panel of experts at parenttalk.ca. Where else can we find you? Uh, you can go to my website, stephenfonso.com. Uh, we have a, a download there for Seven Steps to Resilience. Um, so you can find me there. And also on Facebook, veresentlife.com. That's V-E-R-E-S-S-E-N-T-L-I-F-E.com. That's my business name. Um, and we post regularly on there. I put videos up, things like that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Heather, this is a <laughs> this is a big podcast and it's a beautiful podcast for where we're living right now, right? Definitely. Uh, I'm going to create a post on my fridge or something. I'm going to create something with my kids. And I think we're going to write down what did you learn today? And I would like to invite my children to tell me this every day. And we, maybe we can take, actually, I want to invite everybody maybe to do this, right? So if you write it down, then you will not forget 
what you wrote like a week from now if you keep doing it especially right now where we're we are with our child all the time or kids all the time so <laughs> why not i think i'll be doing this i think that's a good idea <laughs> thank awesome. you for that great idea dr steve <laughs> You're well that concludes today's episode i want to thank you steve and heather for taking the time to be here and helping us be the best parents we can be don't forget if you want to hear a little bit more about heather and i we are releasing some mini episodes called real mom moments where we talk about what's happening in our daily lives as moms sometimes we have dad we have dads in there too <laughs> if you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca as heather said earlier uh, lee pro gymnastic is closed but please keep checking out with them you can always get your 25 dollars off your first month of classes if you're a new client with the promo code Parent Talk. As well, I want to talk about the hashtag Social Mom Cares. Uh, they're inviting you to post something nice, something simple. It could be, I'm choosing to social distance myself because I want to help the world, or I posted something about how I went and picked up uh, garbage because the snow is basically gone and we have all those little mini like leftover stuff that was in the snow so me and my son went and cleaned up the front of our yard and we did the neighbor just little things like this we can do right now I think to elevate each other and be nice to each other so if you do post it on your social media join us on social.mom and post it there as well and every week we're going to be giving a $50 uh, Amazon gift card so maybe you can go shopping online right <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you enjoyed today's episode, we're inviting you to share it on your social media. And as we all know, parenting can be hard. So remember, it's important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you for listening, everyone, and have a fantastic week. Bye. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.